Hey, what's up, bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel documentary has come up with a streaming service app that's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR, the number one, to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So you want to make sure you go to watchagtv.com. Use the code BAR, the number one, for 10% off. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this is where we tell us worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically reforming preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the the Reformation, yeah. The bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building. Right back in here, another Tuesday. Super excited as always to be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, your Alexa, wherever you listen to the bar, man. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Like I start every week. I like to thank you guys for listening to the show, and I, I want to make this request. I'm gonna start doing this a little bit more often, man. Make sure you screenshot whatever you watch, uh, listening to the bar on, and and post and tag us, and let people know to check out your favorite podcast, the Bar Podcast. And also, I like to thank the listeners for just being awesome and and uh, supporting the the show, man. So so many people on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook just showing so much love, and we really appreciate it. And um and and getting the bar gear and rocking it, so it's just an awesome thing. Just want to th- take time to thank you guys. And like I do every week, I also bring you an awesome guest. Today is like one of those days. This brother actually uh been knowing about for a while um seen for a while but actually got a chance to sit down and talk to this year at g3 and i'm excited to bring to the microphone mr bobby how are you today sir hey duane i'm doing great praise the lord thanks for having me on yes sir yes sir so bobby if you don't mind take a few moments to introduce yourself to my listeners tell whatever you want to tell whether it's personal or professional you can do that right here Okay, uh, my name is Bobby McCreary. I'm a sinner saved by grace. Uh, I was raised by a grandparents, a saved grandmother and an unsaved grandfather. And uh, my grandmother took me to church as a kid and I had, you know, basically Southern religious experience. I went to uh, Christian school, kindergarten through sixth grade. I prayed the prayer, I don't know, four or five times. Got, got dunked in a few water tanks and some 
people pat me on the back, told me I was a Christian. I was, I was lost. I was lost as could be. And as soon as I could start rebelling against my grandparents' authority, I did, sadly, uh, to my shame. Um, and uh, when I was 34 years old, through just an amazing set of circumstances, when I wasn't looking for him, the Lord came and got me. And uh, so um, I am a Christian, first and foremost. Second, a husband to my wonderful wife, Kara. We've been married for 21 years, and the Lord has gifted us with uh, four beautiful children, three girls, and one son. And and I guess lastly, you know, why I'm here. Well, I'm, a, I'm an open-air preacher. I always like to tell people, maybe not like what you think when you first hear that phrase. Um, <laughs> that, you know, obviously there's a bad stereotype of it out there, and, um, you know, I hope to... Uh, by the Lord's grace, be a part of, you know, maybe changing people's minds and hearts towards that uh, that phrase or title, whatever you want to call it when you hear it. Um, but yeah, that's me. Good deal, man. So you, you were kind of modest in the open air preaching thing. Um, you know, you have a whole uh, ministry. Uh, talk a little bit about that and, and actually what led you to uh, be an open air preacher uh, in, on, on that side of it. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Um, so I, the Lord saved me at 34 years of, uh, of rough living. Uh, the Lord saved me. And, uh, I guess a lot of times, you know, like if you talk to my pastor, he'll say the Lord saved me and he called me to preach. And so I feel like it was kind of the same for me. Um, the thing that I had lacked was I had been away from the church for a long time, so I didn't give a good theological background or anything like that. And, so I just started diving into the word. The Lord gave me a hunger for his word, and I knew I wanted to preach the gospel. I was saved um, hearing the word and hearing a, a message by a guy that everybody knows, Ray Comfort. It's called True and False Conversion, and uh, mm-hmm. that's how the Lord kind of brought me to the end of myself. And I was working in a commercial landscape at the time, and I just started going out and witnessing. First, I started passing out tracks and talking to people one-to-one, and then friend of mine, uh, Tony Miano, he put a, a challenge out to go out on um, Easter uh, in 2009 and read um, the book of Matthew out loud from uh, the arrest and betrayal and arrest of Jesus through the resurrection of Jesus. And so that's how I got started, um, reading the word outside and preaching. And um, about, about close to a year and a half later, I left my job to pursue this work um, full time. So in uh, January of 2011, to the end of the earth, uh, ministries began. And so basically, our our mission is to glorify God the Father through the proclamation of God the Son Jesus Christ and the power of God the Holy Spirit. And so we're just asking God for His grace every day to continue to press on. Awesome, awesome story, man. Yeah, very familiar with with uh, Ray Comfort and. That's uh that's an awesome testimony. So you talked about how um there's a facade or uh an image when you think about open air preaching. What what do you do that I guess is maybe different or that contradicts that uh that I guess what people picture when they think about open air preaching? What what do you do different? Uh, well, well, the first thing I'll say is uh, uh, the last maybe century or century and a half or so has been dominated by a lot of people with really bad theology. Uh, mm. Even some of them just run heretics. Like, 
you know, Pelagians, sinless perfectionists. Um, so the first thing I would say is I'm, I'm reformed in my mm-hmm. doctrine by the grace of God. And, um, and uh, a lot of these guys that are out there, they're really rough cats. You know, people probably think of somebody like a Westboro Baptist or somebody like that. I, I, I mean, I don't mind naming names. I don't really like to because I don't really want people <laughs> even looking at looking those people up. Um, right. But I've done that in the past. And, you know, those guys, most of those guys you see out there just beating people up, calling them names, you mm-hmm. know, calling them this, calling them that, and telling them they're all going to hell and there's no gospel. I mean, I've, I've challenged them many times. They turn the bullhorn in my face just as quickly as they turn it, you know, on anybody else. So I would say uh, reformed in my doctrine um, over over the last six or seven years, the Lord has been and continues to reform me uh, in my um, view. And I would, I would say I hopefully coming closer to a, a right biblical view now of the relationship between um, a, a preacher and their local church. A lot of those guys are disconnected from any type of authority. Um, mm-hmm. And so I believe God is a God of authority and he puts authority in our lives. And, you know, I would say that, you know, I, after Christ and his word, the greatest authority in your life would be, you know, your elders and, and the body uh, of believers that you fellowship with. So I would say that would be some main differences. I'm, I'm not calling people names. I want to preach the scriptures um, and I want to ask God for, uh, grace and compassion uh, in my heart towards the people that I'm preaching to. I want to truly love the people I'm preaching to, not compromise the truth, but preach the truth in love and, and just let the Lord do what he will. You know, the word mm-hmm. of God is living and active. And so it'll it'll penetrate the vision of soul and spirit. It'll discern the thoughts and intentions of people's hearts. And, and you go out there and just proclaim it and leave the results up to him. I would say a lot of these other guys are very, results driven and they have to have a crowd and i think you know having to have a crowd is what drives a lot of the abuses you know i've tried to talk to guys and say let's stop calling those guys open-air preachers they're open-air abusers there's not Mm. not preachers if you're not preaching the gospel you're not preaching Mm -hmm. no that's uh, those are really good points and and i myself uh have witnessed some of the open-air abusers um and even, you know, have been with a group of guys that, uh, you know, witnessed it. And it was like, you know, that and they, a lot of the guys were like, man, that's the reason why, you know, people, you know, turn away from Christ or don't go to church or whatever, you know, because of the, the abuse. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that I, I definitely, definitely see that and witness that. Um, so as far as this is this is kind of a personal question, like for someone um you know you know let's say like myself um do you feel like that people have to be called to open air preaching or like should more saints you know participate in it you know uh should be out in the street you know proclaiming and sharing the gospel is that is that something that you feel or you think this like certain people are called to it what what is your take on that great question brother uh well let me first answer by saying <laughs> i don't i don't think i have the the answer um, and that's something that, I'm, that I've been working through for a long time and thinking through, um, praying through, seeking the Lord in his word. But I think, uh, I think, I think a person who's preaching, uh, it should be, should be someone who is called to preach. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, I don't think preaching, the, I don't think the, that preaching changes based on like the geography of where you're at. Right. I mean, preaching in a pulpit is not, not really the same as preaching on the street. 
but it's still preaching the word of God. Right. And it's something that should be taken seriously. Now, there's a lot of brothers I know that they can preach like one night a week in their town and they feel called to do it. And, and, and they have, you know, the blessing of the leadership of their church to do it. And I'm like, praise God. If you can only do it once a week, great. I'm, I'm glad that you're doing that, but don't look at yourself as a weekend warrior. Mm. You know, because it's not playing racquetball with somebody after work on Friday. It's preaching the word of God. Right. And we need to tremble. You know, the Lord says, I'll look to the one whom, who trembles at my word. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I, I don't think that um, I wish I would do wish more Christian men would would attempt it. Um, you know, it's like I was listening to your interview with Tim Challies and you're talking about blogging. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you won't know, you won't know if you're good at blogging or if you like blogging unless you try. Right. Right. And, and he was talking about using athlete comparison. We, you get better at something, the more you do it. And I believe if God calls you to preach, you feel an internal call and, from the Holy spirit. And then, you know, men, men within the church, that is the, the greater body of Christ and your local body um, will see that and they'll identify that and they'll affirm that internal call. So I don't think it's something that like, I think some, the byproduct of some uh, evangelistic methods or systems is that people think that anyone can and everyone should just go, go preach. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I would totally agree with that. Um, but I, I think a lot of guys don't do it um, simply maybe because maybe things like fear of man or mm-hmm. pride or, or they've been told by people, well, that's not really for today or that doesn't work. I mean, the word of God works always, period, you know, from the beginning to end, the word of God is effective and it's effectual and and it'll never return void. Um, But I hope I answered your question as a little bit long answer, but. No, that was great. That was great. Um, And, you know, it helped me, (laughs) like I said, because sometimes, you know, well, you, you know, brother Virgil, you know, he, he goes on the street and he holds signs and, you know, he goes to abortion clinics and, you know, Terrence Barlow, those guys be all out on the street. And, you know, I'm like, you know, am I not doing something like should I be doing it? So, no, that that's helpful. You know, uh, it may be something that uh, that 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 I look into, uh, like you said, like with the blogging, you know, you never know uh, until you try it. Um, so no, that was, that was really good. Um, so I guess my next question is, uh, as far as, you know, your ministry goes, um, uh, what are some of the, the, I guess, what, what are some of the services you got offered? Do you guys do training? Do you, uh, you know, um, is there like any vision or goal coming into, you know, 2019? What, what do you guys got going on, uh, with the ministry? Yeah, uh, one one of the things we've been offering for a couple of years is I really – somebody's got to help me come up with a better name for it because um, I don't think it's the best name, but we just call it an internship program. And that's where, like, if there's a man that believes he, he's called to do this this work, um, maybe, maybe on a full-time basis, uh, what we offer, my wife and I and my family, is come bring your whole family, stay with us for a week or two weeks, and pray with us fellowship in our, in our local church and serve with us, um, break bread with us, study the word with us. And yes, we're going to go do ministry too. 
But I think a lot of guys, they see like a YouTube video of a real exciting preacher, which I'm mm-hmm. not a real exciting preacher, but there's some, some guys that are really out there, man. It's just the first time I saw some of these guys, I was like, wow, you know, and, and they see a little five minute YouTube video and then they think that's what, that's what that life is like. So with the internship program, what I'm really trying to do is just allow guys to see, look, I'm not the standard. I'm just a regular guy trying to love my wife, love my children, love my church and go out and love the lost. I give them the good news, but you know, I want guys to be able to, to go into something like that, you know, with the rose colored glasses taken off, you know, a YouTube video, five minutes or 10 minutes won't show you all what somebody's life is like, you know? And so um, that's one of the things that we do. Uh, I have gone into churches and done training and and talked about evangelism, things like that. My main preferred way to, to train people is just tell them, just come out come mm-hmm. out and see it with me and uh not not everyone has to preach some person some people might hold a sign some people might give out gospel tracts some people might just be there and pray for the team that's witnessing and preaching now in my experience a lot of people say well i'll just come out and pray and within like 10 minutes they talk to somebody about jesus mm-hmm. um, that's just kind of how it happens but you know what i'll try to do if somebody comes out for the first time they're nervous i'll kind of just shadow them and while they're talking to people i'll listen and if they invite me in, you know, I might, you know, also talk to the person and then just try to give them some encouraging feedback and things like that or let them, you know, listen to me and, and other brothers that, are, that might be with me. Um, and so, yeah, we want to uh, definitely want to help people and equip people um, to go out there and, and do this work. And it's not always preaching. And sometimes people come up to you and they'll say, look, I love what you do, man, but I just I just give out tracks. And I say, well, don't look at that as some kind of lesser ministry. I mean, anybody right. who's getting the gospel out there, whether it's a gospel track you put, you know, in a in a postage paid envelope, somebody tried to swing you a credit card and you just put a track back in there and you didn't even have to put postage on it, you gave somebody the gospel. Or you gave it to the cashier <laughs> when you stopped in the gas station, or you gave one to your waiter or waitress, you know, that's getting the gospel out. So if you're doing that, I'm saying, praise God. I I'm not I don't look at like um you know, the preachers, like, we're just one part of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Good deal, man. Good deal. So right here, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. What's up, everybody? I'm John. And I am Joe. And we are the hosts of the Pastor Discussions podcast. And we like to call it your weekly conversation on doctrine, faith, and the Christian life. Because that's exactly what it is. And because you're listening to this commercial, you have already found some bar podcasts, and we are part of the Bar Podcast Network. And new episodes of our shows drop every Monday, so we invite you to check them out. We're just a couple of rural pastors that sit down and have discussions about different topics and work through things together. And we want you to come join us in the discussion. You can find out more by visiting pastordiscussions.com or subscribe on Stitcher or iTunes. (laughs) That's good. Um, I can can edit this. (laughs) I can edit this. All right, we're back in here with my brother Bobby, uh, having a good time. Um, and Bob, I know you listen to the show, so you know what's coming up. These are the signature bar questions, and uh, we're going to jump right into them, man. First signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? 
Yes, pro- probably not not what a lot of folks listen to. So I have um, four kids, fourteen and under. So I listen to a lot of um, kids music. With them. Nice. Um, so- <laughs> Sovereign Grace Music has put out like five kids albums that are really really good. Um, theologically, really good. Um, you know, uh, you hear these little these kids singing like you know. I can't change my evil heart, you know, and stuff like that, you know, and I need grace, mm-hmm. you know, it's theology you don't really normally hear in children's music. So I actually mm-hmm. really love listening to a lot of that with them. I listen to Sovereign Grace music, you know, the adult music too. And um, I listen to um, a lot of audio books and stuff too, myself and with my kids. And um, there's other good, like uh, there's scripture memory music out there, Hide the Word by uh, Mark Altrog and, um, so there's a lot of good stuff out there. My, my, probably my favorite audio book is a Pilgrim's progress read by Max McLean. Uh, mm. if you know that guy, he reads some of the audio Bibles and him reading the Pilgrim's progress is, is one of our family's favorites. So that's kind of gotcha. stuff I usually am listening to. Okay. Good deal, man. So what book or books are you currently reading? Wow. All right. Well, we don't have too much time, but I'm going to try and get, get a few in. I'm always reading this book called A Pastor Sketches uh, by a guy named Ichabod Spencer. They, they called him the Bunyan of Brooklyn. And what A Pastor Sketches is, is about 90 or so uh, evangelistic encounters that he had with people during his pastoral ministry. Mm. Um, some, some of the people were maybe visiting his church or other ones were just people that he sought out and met as he went in his life. Some of them are very short stories. Some of them very like longer, but they said that his gift was discernment. And um, so that book, there's really no book that's helped me more evangelistically in my life than that book right there. Mm. Um, just it's just fascinating. No matter how many times I read it, I'm always gleaning something new from it. So that's always in my. I'm trying. I usually try to read one of those every day. Um, another book I'm reading right now is Charity and Its Fruits. Uh, by Jonathan Edwards. And, uh, you know, for all the Puritan lovers out there, I love the Puritans too, but I'm reading the, the updated language. Uh, <laughs> I, right. I'm not like the, su- I'm not a super bright guy. So trying to make it through Edwards and, and, and the language of his day is like, I'm treading through like concrete, you know, wet concrete yeah. or something. But I, I love it, but I got to read like three, the par- same paragraph three or four times before I think. Exactly. I understand, you know, um, <laughs> A Charity and Its Fruits is uh, basically Edward's expositions of First Corinthians 13. Um, and, and I spent some time in that chapter when I was down on a, a missions trip in Haiti last year. It really, um, really blessed me the time I spent um, in that chapter. So I wanted to kind of read more about it. Um, so that's a couple of things I'm reading cool. right now. No, that's good. Uh, definitely the first one you mentioned, I want you to send me the link. I'm going to try to link it in the show notes. Uh, I think that'll be really good. All right. Uh, last signature bar question is, what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to ask that, man. And I, I, You know, I can't fake it. I, I don't really listen to um, podcasts. Once in a while, I might listen to, uh, I do like interview shows, so I like what you do and I've started listening now since our mutual friend Danny uh, turned me on uh, to your show. And, and I really like um, Chris Arnzen's show too, Iron Sharp mm-hmm. Iron. So I listen to that sometimes if it's somebody like 
that I would I would think why well, that would be interesting to hear that person interview. Um, I'll listen to that. Um, and as far as sermons, um, I don't know. I don't know how people will take this. Uh, I think that that our main diet of sermons should come from the the, the pastors of our own church. Agreed. Um, I think that sometimes when guys really get into uh, listen to sermons on the internet, and I did this for probably the first three years of my Christian life. I, you know, like I would think, I wish my pastor would preach more like that guy, mm. you know, and stuff like that. And we're, and like mm-hmm. we're 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 really like saying when you do that, we don't think of it this way, but we're really saying, I wish my pastor was someone else, right? Because our pastors are, are who God made them to be, exactly. And, and God is uh you know growing them, and God is is helping them to preach the word in the way that he knows we need to hear uh, week after week. So I think, guys, it's good to listen to sermons and other guys' sermons, um, but I think we just can't you can't get so, you know, get caught up. And even in Reformed culture, there is kind of a, sadly, like a celebrity culture, you know, and, and, you know, everybody's listening to the same eight guys. I've been out on the street, brother. I was out on the street one time, and I was listening to a guy preach, and I was like, man, this guy is spitting fire right here. And I listened to him a little bit longer and a little bit longer. After about 15 minutes, I was like, this dude just memorized a Paul Washer sermon. He's just like <laughs> reciting it, you know? And wow. I was like, hey, I, I pulled him aside after and I was like, ah, oh, brother, you, you got to like, you know, preach the word of God, you know, as, as God, you know, made you the man he made you to be, you know? And mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. that, that would be that, yeah. Sweet, man. Sweet. So in closing, man, I'm going to give you the floor. Any words of encouragement you want to give to my listeners on the way out of here? Uh, yeah, I would just say, uh, um, you know, first Thessalonians chapter five is, is a, one of the ways I like to part with people. It says, uh, verse 23, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and mm-hmm. may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then the most important part, verse 25, he who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. So, you know, the Lord is going to sanctify us. And he's going to keep us blameless for the day of his coming. And so keep your hope in that. Keep pressing on towards the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And, and be a witness for your Lord. It says in First Peter 2 that he uh, called us out of darkness into his marvelous light that we might proclaim his excellencies. So whether that's at the water cooler or, you know, the bowling alley with your coworkers after work or, you know, wherever wherever you are, just be about the Lord's work and the Lord's uh, message and mission. Awesome. Good stuff, man. I appreciate you, Bob, coming on with me. Uh, definitely enjoyed it. Definitely thank God for the connection. To the listeners, uh, make sure you check out the Bar Podcast every Tuesday. Check out everything connected to the Bar, whether it's uh, Pastor Discussion on Monday, the Bar on Tuesday, Just Thinking on Wednesday, Bars on Thursday and Friday. You can catch up. Make sure you go to thebargear.com, pick up your bar gear, represent your favorite podcast. God bless you guys. Appreciate you turning in. And until next time, we're out.
What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there